0: told him, I don't wear white to hide myself. I wear it so they'll see me coming. So they'll know who it is. Because when they see the white, it doesn't matter how good a target I am. Their hands shake so bad they couldn't hit the moon. Hello and welcome to episode 234 of Under the Call of MS. Today is going to be a standard Thursday episode. Little comics, a little bit of... MS, a little bit of whatever. And we're going to start out with a comic from DC Black Label. And this is Batman Reptilian number two. The story is still going strong. Batman hits the streets in search of the creature terrorizing Gotham's underworld. And hits them hard. First stop the lair of the penguin, but Oswald Cobblepot is at death's door, which is better off than the beast left many of his cronies. The mangled rogue has no answers for Batman, but his blood and the surprising secrets that it holds will send the vigilante ever deeper into darkness. I don't like the artwork of this run, but the story is interesting, so it's keeping my interest, and I am going to stick it out. In this one, like it says, we get more into Penguin. Batman takes some blood from him. We can test to see if he can get any remnants of what attacked Penguin and his cronies. And he gets deeper into trying to find out more about who is behind all this. We get to see some research being done on the Joker and Killer Croc and all that. And it's just, we're seeing more and more of the bat, bat, Bat's enemies getting knocked off throughout this run. Uh... But I just can't stand the artwork. I'm just not into that. That dark painted look. It's just not my cup of tea. But some of the art they have in the back, I like. Some of the different cover art. But nothing at all like the artwork that's inside the book. So it's kind of misleading. But yeah, I'm hoping we get to find out who the character is or at least where the character's coming from in the next issue. Uh, This is a short run. I can't remember how many total, but I want to say this is probably like a five issue run. And I could be wrong, it could be ongoing, I don't think so, because I don't think I would jump jumped on it if it was. I would have probably jumped off it by now, but I was going to finish it off, because I think it's like a five or six issue run. But, it's still still a good, strong story. And I like the DC Black label, because it gets a little darker, but I can't stand the artwork. Liam Sharp is the art, artist. Earth is the writer. Garth does a great job writing the story, but I wish they would have went a different route with the art style on it. It's like, this is one that, yeah, I would have picked this one up digitally and read it that way or just waited for the bargain bin to find, to find it in a, shop somewhere in a box, just waiting to be picked up for for 50 cents to a buck. But but then a while back, I did uh, issue number one of Darkman. This is volume two from the mid-90s. I want to say 96. Nope, 1993 is when volume two number one came out by Marvel Comics uh, seen Darkman the movie and enjoyed it this is perfect for you A uh, uh, Dr. Peyton Westlake was a brilliant scientist who was working on a synthetic skin for burn victims and one night at his lab mob boss Robert G. Durant, Durant and his men came they killed his lab assistant, cost him his hands, face, mind, and the very woman he loved. Peyton was in such agony that the doctors cut his nerve endings to keep him from the agony and gave him unbelievable strength at the cost of his humanity and mind. Peyton manages to escape the hospital, finds his machines in the rubble, and uses his brilliance and strength to beat Durant and his men. But now Peyton fights a battle with his emotions as now he faces the prospect that Durant might still be alive. He fights criminal elements throughout the city from Eddie Black with his mechanical gun hands, a chief of police with the dual personality of a man who tortured and executed women back in the, eighteen hundreds, a corrupt club of cities wealthy and Robert G. Durant, born reborn with a body soaked in steroids by Dr. West to control the city's mobs. Dark Man eventually stops being blinded by pity and realizes that, that even though he took down Durant, the city is still in danger rotting from the inside out because of the men who were just like the ones who cost him his life. His first round with Durant at Stark City nearly kills him, and he washes up on the banks of a homeless camp, and the people take him in and nurse him back to health. Belisarius, the man who rebirthed Durant, wants to develop the land but can't because of the homeless camp. Durant leads a group of killers to the camp to burn it to the ground, but Darkman fights them. A battered, tattered, tattered wraith defending a junk heap city. The battle brings the police, and they help round up the thugs as Darkman fights it out with Durant. Durant wants Darkman's limbs for decorations, but he digs deep, and Darkman begins to punish the mob boss. The cops have to intervene to save Durant, and his mechanical head gets away. Darkman then goes see Claude Belisarius, telling him he was coming after him and his friends. A good completion to go with the movie. Uh, yeah, in here, at first, when I started reading it, I'm like, okay, this is a replay of the movie, because you see him focusing on his wife, and all that's going around, it gives you the playback on, on Darkman and what happened when Durant attacked him. And for a while in here, you feel like Durant's dead. He's not coming back. They give you that little ploy, and then you find out Darkman is still alive and or Durant is still alive, and Darkman has to deal with him. And there's other cronies in here that he comes across some strange little characters, and we find out that durant, much like Dark man and Dark man's pissed that durant's still alive, but and Dark man survived, and basically had the same thing happen to him except for instead of going mechanical, he got extra strength and the ability not to feel anything anymore, any pain and torture, but yeah, this character from the 1800s that he runs into that that character, I, I don't know, he was kind of strange uh, I like Kind of what they do with Durant, uh, turning him into this monster with his mechanical body parts and stuff. Pretty much need to read it to get all the gist out of it, but. It was very interesting. I wish they weren't to focus so much on him going back after his wife again and. I wish they would have left that part to the movies and they would have went beyond it. Because that just kind of confused it because you've seen so much of that in the movie. So seeing it brought back in here was a little strange, but kind of confusing with the storyline. That's why I wasn't sure if this was just a retelling of the movie and they they just... went on with it, and went deeper with it, but no, it ended up being, like, a continuation from the movie, but just had some some parts brought back into it, so. But, it was a enjoyable run. It was nine, uh, let me see here, no, nope, six issues for the complete run, but Definitely worth it, if you like Dark Man storyline. That was by Marvel Comics. And then the quote in the beginning, if you didn't figure it out, was from Moon Knight. And this was interesting. They had Moon Knight number one. This is a, a re, rerun of the Moon Knight story. Uh, this is done by Marvel Comics, of course. I didn't know much about this character he's like a character in a mission gets these powers he's kind of like a homeless character ended up gaining these powers but you get to see him in here deal with like vampires basically saving the people in his sector at night and he takes care of uh, them through the midnight mission where uh, people from his part of town can come and let him know what's going on and then if there's anything happening that's shoddy that he does not like that's going on uh, he goes off and takes care of it for him helps him out and like in this one you have an elderly lady that's talking about how they constantly have these characters clawing on their doors late at night banging on their doors trying to get people to open up the doors so they can take them off into who knows where but what we find out that the character that he's dealing with in here is Vermin uh, one of Spider-Man's flunkies it was nice because I just recently I can't remember what I was I something I read or something I watched but it had Vermin in it and that was probably one of my first introductions into Berman. And he's an interesting character. can't remember where the heck I. What storyline I was reading that brought that in but I'm just going to let that go for now because I can't think of it but it was an interesting story that I was first introduced to Berman that I remember at least I'm sure I've seen something with Berman in the past with all the Spider-Man stuff I read in my childhood I just don't remember it at all and then uh, you could see Frankenstein in here Some other characters, but this is a really nice introduction into Moonlight, starting uh, Moonlight. (laughs) Yeah, this is Moonlight, the TV series. Uh, No, uh, Moon Knight, my first remembered introduction into the character. I know I read some Moon Knight stuff in my childhood, but I don't remember none of it. It was nothing long-going or anything, just some random issues, probably something related with Spider-Man or something like that. But but yeah, I was very happy with this new run, and I'm going to follow it for a little while. I'm going to at least go through the first few issues and see how it goes. I won't stick on it. I'll probably get back on it down the road. I find it in bargain bins or whatever, but I want to at least get the first round of the story checked out and see where it goes. But yeah, those were all fun comics by Marvel and DC. Check those out. And then I suppose we'll end this with a little, couple little weird facts before we go over to the MS portion of it. Let's see here. Why do cows, sheep, goats, giraffes, and deer, or what do they have in common? Each has four stomachs, digesting foods. These animals are called ruminants, probably because they ruminate over their food. I didn't know those all had four stomachs. Cows I knew, but Huh. Learn something every day. Uh what do these words have in common? Ward, bats, warts, loot, evil, and rail. And hearing them at first, I would think Batman, but spell them backwards and you'll see. Liar. Liar, live, tool, straw, stab, draw. Okay. Then in 1929, a 60-year-old man, Abraham Lincoln Monteverde, won a foot race. The race went from New York to San Francisco. It took 79 days. Monteverde was not only the oldest man in the race, he was also the only man to finish. Pretty good for a 60-year-old. And let's see what's this. He's the original Big Mac. In 1948, a man named Richard J. McDonald started a restaurant. By 1961, he and his brother had a chain of restaurants, but they sold the restaurants that year for two million dollars. Today the McDonald's restaurant chain has grown until it is worth about one thousand times that much. Is Richard McDonald sorry? He sold out for two million? No, not at all. I got all the money I needed, he says, and somebody else got all the work and worry. No shit there. It's like, build a franchise and sell it right away. You get rich and don't have to deal with all the hassles. That's what I wanted to do with our businesses. But instead, we kept building more and more until we lost it all. That's the way it goes, folks. Be smart and... Build a franchise, build a business, sell it while it's at the top, and then start another one. All that one on the road. Ninety-two-year-old Paul Morgan really likes movies. In fact, he has seen at least one movie every day for the past twenty five years. He has watched over nine thousand movies, all at the same theater. I happen to know someone like that. <laughs> he could track track all the movies he's seen and how many times I get in a Guinness Book of World Records for it. But anyways, that's our comic portion for today. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will get back to you right after this with some multiple sclerosis stuff. Okay, let's get into some MS stuff. Day, whatever of the Maven clad run, I and I also doubled that other medication today from 7 to 14 milligrams. And it it instantly within 10 minutes, I had the nausea getting worse. And thought for sure I was going to be spending some time hugging the porcelain bowl, but. Thankfully, I haven't yet, and yesterday I got my next round of Maven Claude delivered for the, it's the first or second week of September, whatever, that Monday through Friday that I'll be doing those. But they also sent me some anti-nausea medication. It's one that you just dissolve on the tongue every eight hours or so. And this stuff tastes like just major crap. It just almost tasted like vomit <laughs> when you're trying to stop the feeling of vomit. That doesn't help mixing those two things together. But we'll see. I took it probably an hour and a half ago. And I don't I don't feel as nauseous an irpy feeling but it's still there so it's not like it's getting rid of it. Uh I don't know if long term it'll help more or what or if I'm gonna have to go and try and some different other type of pill or something for it. We'll see. I will have to just play it out the next couple of days and see what happens but I the way I'm feeling right now there's a good chance I'll be hugging the porcelain bowl this afternoon. But, let's see what happens. But, for now, let's talk about some MS stuff. And, let's talk about the gut, since I need to do something about I got microbiomes, but I'm just worried because I was told not to do Uh, probiotics while I was doing the Mavenclad the first two months I was told that it could end up taking away the medication from my system and stuff like that so I'm not going to mess with it but yeah it sucks because like this anti-nausea medication it can cause constipation and headaches and all that crap but it's like i don't want to get all constipated now and i can't mess with the gut biomes and then have more issues that i gotta deal with and get more med- medication for in the future and all that crap but i will try to write out the first two months before i get back into doing my uh, probiotics and pre- prebiotics and all that stuff and Playing with my gut biomes, but this one talks about using peptides. Uh, scientists turned an unhealthy gut microbiome into a healthy gut that worked to help reduce cholesterol. This they say may help ward off certain diseases. So it's let we'll to see what they put in it to in these people's guts to give them the peptide peptides. The molecules the scientists used were peptides called self-assembling cyclic D, L-alpha peptides, which were developed in a laboratory to kill harmful bacteria. Basically peptides are the building blocks of proteins, but self-assembling cyclic D, L-alpha peptides do not occur anywhere in nature. So the researchers developed them to specifically interact in certain ways with different types of bacteria. Uh, To create appropriate peptides, the scientists developed a mass screening assay and selected the two best peptides after testing them with a representative mouse microbiome in the laboratory study consisted of three groups of mice one received low fat diet one received a typical typical western high fat diet that was the happier one and one received a western diet coupled with one of the two peptides listed above so one that su- suffered the most there was the low fat diet mouse <laughs> uh basically the The team sequenced the gut microbiome from fecal samples from all three mice groups before and after the dietary intervention. They also examined their arteries for plaque and measured molecules that can affect metabolism, inflammation, and the immune system itself. The team found that the peptides made a significant difference in the mice's arterial health. Uh people mice fed the Western diet with the peptides had a fifty percent reduction in total plasma cholesterol. That's pretty damn good, and there was no significant plaque in the arteries compared with the mice fed a western diet and no peptides so this actually interests me more than working with probiotics and prebiotics because of the elimination of plaque and which can be very harmful. The as the possible as to the possible mechanisms behind the findings. Uh the professor explains that they may be due to how genes affect bile acids which can impact the metabolism of cholesterol and genes that influence atherosclerosis, which is an inflammatory process. The study looked at certain aspects of cardiovascular disease, also shed some light on the relationship between blood plasma cholesterol and the develop of atherosclerosis. Uh, This opens up clear therapeutic possibilities. They can sequence the gut microbiomes of individuals and eventually develop therapies. I don't know if they have anything on the market yet. This was from the medical news reports a while back, so they might have something out there now for it. But there is signs of links between gut bacteria and obesity and cancers and mental health and autism. All kinds of different Things can be affected in our system from bad gut biomes. And so it's good to work with the different things and try and keep the healthy gut going. I believe big time on healthy gut. Uh, I just hate that I can't take things regularly or do things the way I want to when I'm on certain medications like the present, but we will just have to see. What happens when I can change things around? I got to get past this sickness and this damn... Ah, this morning I woke up at 5 o'clock, 5, 5.30 to go to the bathroom. I could hardly stand. I had a fight to get up those stairs. For some reason, my pain from when I went to bed last night to this morning has basically doubled again. I don't know what is going on with that. I'm hoping this reverses pretty soon. i um, not expecting it to since I have the second round of pills coming up. So even if I do start to get a little better feeling, I have a feeling I'm going to feel like complete and utter shit when I start the next round. And I have a feeling the next round is going to be way worse than the first round since I got the first round already in my system, and it's been wiping out my cells and... So I'll have less cells to wipe out when I take the second round, and that's just going to affect me pretty nastily, I think, because I don't expect better results the second time around when you're just doing so much damage to your body within a two-month period, and then you don't add anything to it over the next year. So you, you know that this stuff's working strong enough that it's affecting you for a whole year's time. And actually, in the overall run, it might affect you for a couple of years because then you do year two. But even at that point, it may still have leftover segments in your system working on your body. It's interesting, but I thought maybe right off the bat, not feel like shit, start a whole new regiment get things going that road, had a whole thing laid out and planned and there's no way, not the way I feel. I don't have the ambition or the interest of doing any of the stuff I plan on doing because I just think it's going to make me feel way worse and cause me to have a lot more nausea and stomach issues. So, and I, like they said, I wasn't thinking about flushing the medication out of my body by doing a bunch of stuff that I was planning. So I got to, got to watch those things. So I'm just going to ride it out, see what happens. Then if I do start to feel better, then I'll sit there and add some other things to it and gradually work things in, but I am not going to, mess with the gut right now just because I want to keep this medication in me as long as possible to do as much damage to my bad cells as it can and hopefully wipe out as much as possible. But you can do food sensitivity tests so you can find out about certain foods that can make you feel unwell regardless if they're healthy or not I and mean, it doesn't matter I and mean, everybody's got different sy- systems and your system may trigger any f- number of food sensitivity symptoms such as headaches, digestive issues, joint pain, skin problems, all that which is why I wanted to do this whole new routine because I deal with all those things except for the headaches I Thankfully, haven't had to deal with any headaches for many, many years. But lately, every type of medication they give me has headaches as a side thing. So who knows? I might start getting those and having to deal with them again. But thankfully, it has haven't had to deal with that since back in my early adult days, teenage days. But who knows? suppose headaches are better than some other things that could be happening different type of there's three different terms are commonly used for advanced re, adverse reactions to foods food allergy, food sensitivity, and food intolerance but not everybody uses those type of terms there's lots of other terms on their own terms and stuff like that. But the term food allergy is best revived for potentially life-threatening food reactions that involve immunoglobulin IgE antibodies of your immune system. These are true food aller- allergies. In contrast, food sensitivities and food intolerances generally are not life-threatening, but may make you feel like crap. Uh, here's some comparisons of it. The immune system is involved. Food allergy, yes. IgE antibodies. Food sensitivity, yes. Ig. IgG and other antibodies, white blood cells, and other immune system molecules. And food intolerance, no. Digestive enzyme deficiency poor absorption of certain carbs is what you're dealing with with a food intolerance. Examples of foods involved. With food allergy, top eight most common are milk, dairy. Uh, egg, peanut, tree nuts, wheat, soy, fish, and crustacean, shellfish, which my wife has a shellfish allergy. I don't think I have any allergies to any types of things I probably have I know I have food sensitivities and intolerances, but I just haven't pinpointed them yet but Food sensitivity varies from person to person and may include foods you often eat. Food intolerant, or intolerant, intolerance is fermentable carbs, uh, food maps, uh, milk, lactose, legumes, and certain vegetables, fruits, grains, and sweeteners. Onset of symptoms after eating the food with food allergy. They're rapid, often within minutes. With sensitivity, it's within a few hours but may be delayed up to a few days. And with food intolerance, it can be within 30 minutes to 48 hours after eating. Examples of symptoms. With the allergies, you can have trouble swallowing or breathing, nausea, vomiting, hives, can result in anaphylaxis shock. Uh, with food sensitivity, you can have headaches, joint pain, digestive issues, skin issues, and overall feeling of being unwell. And for intolerance, You can have most common are digestive issues, bloating, excess gas, gut pain, diarrhea, and constipation. The amount of food needed to cause these symptoms with allergies, it's just a tiny bit, can instantly set it off. With sensitivity, it varies depending on your degree of sensitivity and with intolerance generally worse with larger amounts of problem foods. How it's tested with the allergies, a skin prick test or blood test of IgE levels to specific foods, sensitivity, Uh, many tests are available, but their validity is uncertain. And with intolerance, the breath test may identify fermentable carb intolerances, lactose, fructose, stuff like that. The age of diagnosis. uh, Allergy. Allergies commonly in infants and young children, but adults can also develop them. It's like my wife with the seafood allergy. She... Used to eat shrimp when she was younger, teenager, all that. And all of a sudden, her young adulthood, all of a sudden, she got allergic to shrimp. And she hasn't played with other shellfish, so she doesn't know. But I would assume any shellfish would affect her. Uh, With sensitivity, uh, many tests are available, or actually (laughs) age of diagnosis can appear at any age. Intolerances varies, but lactose intolerance is most likely in adults. Uh, Prevalence, allergy-wise, 1 to 3% of adults, 5 to 10% of children. Uh, For sensitivity, it's uncertain but suspected to be common. Intolerance, it's 15 to 20% of the population. Can you get rid of it? With allergies, kids may outgrow milk, egg, soy, and wheat allergies. Peanut and tree nut allergies tend to continue into adulthood. With sensitivity, it may be able to consume a food again without symptoms after you avoid it for several months and address any underlying issues and with intoler tolerance. Can minimize symptoms by limiting or avoiding problem foods in the long term. Antibiotic treatment for small intestinal bacteria overgrowth may also help. Basically, a true food allergy is a potentially life threatening reaction that involves IgE antibodies of the immune system. And food sensitivities involve other antibodies and cells of your immune system. All food intolerances don't involve your immune system. So that's basically the difference. Uh, you can do like the elimination diet and challenge test. Like I've said in the past, I basically agree with that concept and that you should basically eliminate Clean out your system, flush it out, do a sugar flush for like 40 days or six weeks or whatever. Clean everything out of your system and then just start fresh. uh, A couple different things at a time or one thing at a time and see how it works, see what happens, see how you feel. And the gold standard for identifying food sensitivities is an elimination diet followed by a methodical oral challenge of trying the eliminated foods one by one after a period of avoidance. Some practitioners use food sensitivity tests to home in on problem foods. There types of tests. They got like a cell-based test for food sensitivities. Begin with the cytotoxic test popularized in the 1950s. Uh, test was banned in 1985 due to problems with its accuracy since then immunologists have improved and automated the testing technology to cell-based blood tests available are MRT and Alcat. Uh the MRT requires a blood sample t- typically drawn from a vein in your arm and collected using a kit from the company that has a patent on the test. Uh, The ALCAT, the antigen leukocyte cellular antibody test, is the predecessor of the MRT test, but many healthcare practitioners and labs still offer it. So you can check into that. Basically cell-based blood tests, including the MRT and the ALCAT, Excess changes in your white blood cells when exposed to food antigens. Some practitioners report the tests are helpful in identifying food sensitivities, but both require further study. There's antibody-based food sensitivity tests which measure your production of immunoglobulin, the IgG antibodies to food, They're available under various brand names that you can check out, basically test that evaluate your levels of IgG antibodies against foods are available under various brand names and may help identify foods involved in symptoms like IBS and migraines. Uh, IBS is irritable bowel system. Accuracy is improved if a lab does side-by-side duplicate testing. Other tests they have out there are uh, muscle response test, also known as applied kinesiology. The muscle response test involves holding a bile containing a food antigen in one hand while extending your other arm parallel to the floor. The practitioner then pushes down on your extended arm. If it's easily pushed down indicating weakness, you are told that you're sensitive to the food being tested. <laughs> uh, in a few published studies of this method, it was found to be no better at identifying food sensitivities than, that would, than what would be expected by chance. Well, yeah, uh, the provocation and neutralization test extracts of individual foods suspected to provoke reactions are injected beneath your skin, typically on your upper arm. After ten minutes, you're checked to see if uh, wheel, wheal w h e a l or raised swelling forms, which suggests a reaction to the tested food. I don't like that one one either and they have electrodermal screaming which is a test that measures the changes in your skin's electrical activity at acupuncture points when presented with various food antigens. Basically muscle response testing, provocation test and electrodermal screening are additional types of food sensitivity tests. These generally require more time than tests relying on a single blood draw. In addition, studies of their validity are limited or lacking, which I would assume because they sound ridiculous. Uh, Food sensitivity tests can't be used to to diagnose true food allergies, though some may help identify food sensitivities. Insurance companies often don't cover the test, and several factors can affect the validity of the test results, and sensitivities can shift over time. Basically, an elimination diet followed by methodically trying eliminated foods one by one after a period of avoidance is the best way to identify food sensitivities. You can try all the other tests and stuff like that, but yeah. I agree with that. I would stick with that type and see how those goes and see if they help you at all. But our bodies are all different, all weird. We're all a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> we just, we think we're all the same, but we're not. Everybody thinks they can tell everybody else what to do because something worked for them. That's not the way to go. Just let everybody alone. Just You can tell people what you've done to help yourself, but don't tell them that that's what they need to do because you have no freaking clue what their bodies are going to do or how they're going to react. So just accept that they have issues and don't worry about playing doctor and trying to cure them. Let them figure out stuff for themselves and let them work with their own doctors and medical staff and figure out the things they need to figure out. But other than that, that's good for today. We're going to call her quits. Good to yourself. Good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Hopefully, things are going good for you. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. Check out Under the Cowl. Got lots of new things happening. And we're finally getting caught up on our comic pile. So. We'll get back to doing some more health segments and stuff like that here in the near future. And other than that, we'll talk to you later. Be good.